Hey, thanks for joining me on Pagosa Adventures. Well, today we are again talking to Dean Corrigal of Leisure Travel Van. And today we want to talk all about that new MBL floor plan, what the inside scoop on that is, as well as what's going on with Leisure Travel Vans. Also, that new Truma air conditioning. We get all of the scoop right here. Now then, before we jump over to Dean, I would invite you to subscribe. Also, hit that thumbs up. We're always talking about Leisure Travel Vans, Airstreams, RVs, and everything in between. So again, hit that subscribe button. But without further ado, let's jump over and let's talk to Dean about this brand new floor plan. So exciting from Leisure Travel Vans. This episode of Picosa Adventures is brought to you by Snap Pads. That's right. Snap Pads was the very first upgrade we did to our Leisure Travel Van as well as to our Airstream Globetrotter. Now, Snap Pads are basically permanent jack pads for your RV stabilizer system or leveling system. Now then, if you're interested in checking out Snap Pads, I'll put the link down below and you can save 10% using our code PAGOSA10. Snap Pads, we never leave a home without them. Neither should you. So here we are with Dean Corrigal again with Leisure Travel Van. So, uh, so Dean, we were talking just before uh, we started to hit record that Canada is open for business again for tourism. Back open for business, baby. Yeah, Come visit us. Yeah, definitely. I want to bring that. I want to bring my Leisure Travel Van up, hit, hit Banff, and all of that great stuff. So, congrats to all the uh, people that go to Canada now for sure. So, yes, yes. Finally, our Prime Minister woke up. Yeah. Well, good. Well, uh, hey, I wanted to jump on here with you because when I saw the release of the MBL, I mean, I was like blown away. I'm, literally, I thought the engineering was spectacular. So obviously, I want to talk a, a ton about that, about, you know, how that came about, um, kind of, you know, and what what we can expect from even future. Is it going to be in the FX, all that good stuff and everything? So so basically, what was the idea behind the MBL and, and just changing up your probably your most popular floor plan? Yep. So the uh, MB was, yeah, our most popular floor plan. We brought that out in what, in 09 was the, when we first built the first one for Mr. Yoder, formerly, you know, the boss at Jayco. We, he bought the very first one back in the day. By the way, it was all electric. People don't realize that. That one was the very first one. It was all electric way back then. It was kind of funny. But anyways, it wasn't really a practical motorhome back in the day because uh, it just didn't have enough power. But he wanted it that way, and we built it for him that way. So that was kind of fun. And then we went into production with it, you know, 2010 forward. So, you know, 10, 12 years later, we're like, hey, you know, that's our number one floor plan. You know, we did a lot of surveying with our customers. You know, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? And uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, give it a new lift, like 2.0 or whatever the new uh, word is for mm-hmm. it. But uh, so we wanted to make it different, but similar, because like you said, it is our flagship. You know, we were the first ones to build a Murphy bed, you know, on that size of motorhome. And probably, I don't even think anybody even made a, a Murphy bed on any motorhome back in the day. Maybe some trailers had them, but, you know, nobody had one in a, in a in a class A or a class C or a class B. So it was kind of exciting that we did that. And uh, we gave it to the design team and said, listen, you know, these are the three things that people that own Murphy beds that would love to see if it was a newer Murphy bed. You know, obviously the big landscape window was the big one, you know, more light. They wanted a bigger galley, you know, and, uh, and and the chairs were our beautiful, the Leisure Lounge Plus chairs that we have currently, you know, patent on those. Those are the best. But they wanted to... 
maybe something a little bit smaller. So it had, you know, created more space inside the motorhome. That's one thing that I noticed about the motorhome. It seemed so much bigger. And I love the MB. I think the MB is the most perfect motorhome in the world. But the uh, the changes that we made just kind of made it feel bigger inside. So that was kind of great. And, uh, you know, we're trying a few new things with the new Dometic, you know, air conditioner and their furnace. And uh, we always always have, always have had the True Macro Go Comfort Plus hot water heater. So uh, did you know trying a few different things in it make sure that you know it's going to work and uh, before we go into full production throughout the entire line so yeah so yeah and really good and, and remind me i do want to come back to that new truma um mm-hmm. air conditioning because i, I think uh, that's going to be an interesting thing but i will say i think the the having the window um in that murphy bed is a game changer that's the only thing i really don't like about my fx is the fact that there are no windows on that on that you know driver's side so I mean, that totally changed the game for that. So how long does a, so a prototype, how long does it take from an idea? Okay. We're going to totally flip the MB on its head. Um, get down on paper. I'm sure all the drawing cats and everything, uh, until you have a built prototype that you're making a video in. How long does that take? It's probably like a two year project, you know, from start to finish from, you know, dead start, starting the drawings, the design, doing the protos to, you know, into production. So we're going to go into production in it, I guess, in, uh, in January. So we'll start to build them on the production line. So, yeah, I would say it's, it's a, it's a two year project. So, so is it from- taking the place of the Murphy bed? So yeah, I, I don't think it will because the standard Murphy bed still has those beautiful Leisure Lounge Plus chairs. So, which some people are going to love that more of that lazy bay, lazy boy feel. Mm-hmm. Um, has a bigger bathroom. So, uh, you know, it'll be give and take. We'll see if 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 everybody buys an MBL, then we'll we'll get rid of the MB. But I I don't know if it's going to happen exactly that way. I think so. So it's an added floor plan, not replacing a floor plan. Currently, an added floor plan. Yep. I, I yeah. know that production would like to see just one Murphy bed, but uh, tough. You know, I think last time I counted, I think we had 320 Murphy beds to build somewhere in that range. Yeah. So, so the MBL will be a 23 year model. 23 model year. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And then, um, and then, so what was the catalyst for making the change? I mean, because if you look at a leisure travel van, people copy you. You never copy people. Um, right. And so was it just like, hey, we could just, I mean, we have a two-year waiting list. We could just like, you know, just float down the river comfortably. So what was the catalyst for the change to add this in? Yeah, great question. So uh, it all more had to do with the Ford chassis, the Wonder. So we really wanted to get a slide out out on the Ford chassis. That was kind of the biggest goal. Once we had done all the work on the Ford Wonder MBL, we're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Why don't we, you know, do it also on the Unity? You know, and we kind of argued about that having, you know, now we got two Murphy bed models. It seems like overkill, you know, and including the FX, you know, which is similar, but three. But but anyways, we just love the uh, Ford MBL or on the Wonder MBL, sorry, on the Ford chassis with that. Uh, we're like, hey, let's let's build it on a Unity as well with the Ford chassis problems. You know, thank goodness we did that because it's just been tough getting Ford chassis. So now at least we'll be able to have the MBL out in the world, you know, whereas we probably wouldn't have got it out very much, you know, due to the Ford problems that they're having with their production. So it uh, luckily we did say, hey, let's also build it on a Unity platform. So, so yeah, it was having, kind of a little bit having, of luck. 
So having a slide on the Wonder, was that always a weight issue with the previous chassis? Or what Absolutely. Was- yeah, correct. A great. Yeah, another great question. So we only had 10,250-pound GVWR on the old diesel engine. Then when they went to the gas engine, it moved up to 11,000 pounds. So that was primary one that once they had the heavier GVWR, we could then put a slide out on it. Yep. Okay. So ducted air on this new Wonder MBL. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So it seems with you know, the added weight with the ducted air. I mean, what's really separating the unity from the wonder these days? Is it just your, your desire to have a Mercedes or a Ford? Correct. Yeah. Chassis. That's kind of uh you know, long-term goal. We wanted to mirror the floor plans as much as we could, you know, so that people could just decide, you know, I want to go Mercedes or I want to go Ford. So we're, you know, we got the RL Unity RL, Wonder RL, which are mirrored, and then we have the now the MBL, which are mirrored. So we're slowly getting to, you know, the floor plan so that, you know, the big problem that we've had in the last three years is, you know, chassis supply. Either Mercedes-Benz couldn't get us chassis or Ford now can't get us chassis. And, you know, we don't want to shut our factory down. So if we have two different chassis options, at least, you know, we can keep our people, you know, working all the time, which is, you know, our goal you know, every day, making sure that the factory is running for all of our staff and, of course, building motorhomes for all of our great customers that are patiently waiting. Now, I noticed that Airstream just came out with a um, ProMaster, a Ram ProMaster van. I mean, is that something y'all would maybe look at if you still have chassis issues? You know, I don't know how they came out with that, with the weight. You know, I'd love to see what their cargo carrying capacity is or their OCCC is. I mean, because... When I looked at that Ram chassis, it was 9,900-pound GVWR. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're cutting some serious corners to kick out to uh, 2,000 pounds. Right? Yeah. And still have carrying capacity. Yeah. You know, we struggle with that. You know, the way we build, you know, I always tell people where, you know, your two greatest strengths in life are also your two greatest weknesses. So, mm-hmm. you know, leisure travel van, we're heavy, we're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Our greatest weakness is we're heavy and we're expensive. So, you know what I mean? It's those are the two things, right? They kind of go together. So. Well, I think as people shop B plus, if you uh, and they and people getting into the RV, they have no clue about OCCC and all of that stuff. But if you look at say a Tiffin Wayfarer versus a Leisure Travel Van, I mean it's not even close to how much more weight you can carry in a Leisure. I am truthfully, honestly shocked at almost any other manufacturer. I'm not ruling out anybody about their carrying capacity. I don't know how they get away with it. In Canada, we wouldn't get away with it. See, in Canada, we have CCC, cargo carrying capacity, labeled on each unit, which tells you how much stuff you mm-hmm. can put in the motorhome. End of story. So if it's 600 pounds, it's 600 pounds. That's it. They know, yeah. But in Canada, we include people, fuel, water, propane. Where mm-hmm. in the U.S. you guys don't, so the OCC number looks a little better because it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, it hasn't taken those things out. But uh, you know, a smart customer like our customers, like they quickly calculate it out and go, "I don't think I have any cargo carrying capacity left." Yeah, so it is a problem, no question. Yeah, but I will say, if 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 you're watching this and you're contemplating another brand than Leisure Travel Van, definitely look at that OCC. You cannot yep. carry as much stuff with the other brands as you can with a Leisure Travel Van. So uh, you all always do a fantastic job on that. Now then, we yeah, I have an FX. I wish I had a window. Uh, so was this new system coming to the FX? You know, I think that we'll probably have a really good hard look at it once we, you know, like what we're doing here. And, uh, you know, because that way we can mirror the uh, – 
mirror the, the build, right? Which is better for production as well, right? Because if you're building the same box all the time, you're just building it better, better, mm-hmm. better, better. So I think we're going to have a hard look at it. We did talk about it. We were down at the Hershey show and we said, hey, that this, you know, people loved it. We want to make sure people liked it a little bit. There was, you know, a couple negatives, not negatives, but just it's always give and take on a motorhome. So the uh, the bed is slightly smaller than your bed, right? So you're 68, 76 on the FX and on the normal Murphy bed. And then on the MBL, we are 75, sorry, we are 65 wide, 75 long. So you lose a few inches here and there. Interesting. Yeah. Well, hey, I would definitely give that up for that window. When Janet yeah. saw when Janet saw the video, she like uh, said, I have to have that window. <laughs> so that I have to admit, I was shocked when I, because I, I, I spent most of my time at the Hershey show, uh, staying with that unit and I was in it quite a bit and I have to admit it did feel bigger inside it was like oh, all yeah. that natural light I guess yeah, yeah absolutely amazing yeah um now then so I I did notice I watched both the wonder and the unity videos mm-hmm. and the wonder does have a different bed system I mean that is definitely one it seems like you know with the with the unity you do not have a table leg so it's a different table right. system um, yeah. is that on purpose or is it a design or is it a weight issue or why the different, uh, system in the wonder versus the unity? We were kind of trying out both systems to see which one we like the most. And then we're going to decide when we go into production, which one we're going to go with. So it was kind of given, it was kind of like people, I was shocked that they really liked the wonder system, providing we give them the, the, be, the, the chairs that come up a, like more like the unity. But they actually like that table system better than the table system in the MBL. So we have to decide which one we want to go with. So we're we're, ten, we're we're playing with that. Like I said, those were our prototypes. So we were, you know, we the production models will be slightly different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, kind of a hybrid between the two of them. I think is the plan. But well, uh, you know, I'm a fan of the no leg. I have long legs, so right. you know, yeah. I'm a fan of the of, of the no leg. Uh, right. But also notice, I think in the Unity with that different table system, you don't have a. It's not a couch then, right? Correct. And I like the couch idea too. Yeah, so I, do I was, too. Man, I, I would a, like to see them hybrid the two of them together yeah. so that because I think that would be the best. You know, because yeah. not it's nice to have a couch once in a while, just if you want to kick back the chaise lounge, you know, and yeah, it's nice to have a couch. Well, definitely, and if you travel with dogs like we do, our dogs right. take. Uh, that's why we have the FX. We have two couches: one for us, one for the dogs. <laughs> so, right. And the dogs yeah. choose which one they get. So, yeah, yeah it would be which nice. Which one do to they have, take, by the way? Well, the they usually the take the front one. one. They yeah. usually take the front one. You know, uh, they can see out the window and bark at people. So, yeah. um, anyway, they uh, it would be nice to have that couch for extra space. Yeah, whether it be for a dog. Yeah, they're working on that right now. We're going to try and hybrid the two. That's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we got some good feedback at the, you know, at the show because I think we ended up selling six at the show, believe it or not. It was kind of like crazy. Yeah. So I noticed you had all of the, all of the, all of the floor plans at the show. And so, um, and then I got an email from our dealer Vaught in Fort Worth and they had four that you come look at. So I, so People went two years without even being able to, without stepping foot in one and honking down the money. So now are they, are dealers going to have more models to be able to walk into? We we would, we still got a pretty big order bank to build for customers, but we were like, man, we haven't done a show in really two years. You know, we didn't do the Hershey show or we didn't do the Florida super show, California show we hadn't done. And so, yeah, we were like, well, we got to get some show units out there. So 
the, some of the dealers, if they had some cancellations, they just held that unit and then put it in a show, which was kind of cool. So hopefully we can uh, get back to doing some shows. I know we're, we're working on that right now, getting uh, for the Florida Super Show. There's a Pleasanton RV show in, in January in California, uh, Portland RV show coming up, and uh, a couple shows in Canada. We're doing the Toronto show next two weeks from now, and then um, we're going to be in uh, – where else? Quebec City for a show as well. So starting to do, you know, show seasons coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Alberta shows are, are back now. They just sent out the word. So we got the Edmonton and the Calgary show coming up. So we're trying to get some units for those shows. So at least people can see them and touch them again. Even people that have them on order haven't really even seen them. It's been no. basically, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I would say maybe 30 to 50% of our customers bought during the pandemic and had never actually been in one. I know it sounds crazy, but that is crazy. Well, but that is a testament to, and I always say this. I mean, you guys' marketing is is amazing. Your videos and everything. I, I think people uh, can trust them, trust that it's it's a good product. Um, and so, but the the shows is a great way. If if you're contemplating one, you've got one in order, or you want to see one. Uh, the shows are a great great way to do that. Also, the LTV rallies. People will open up their their coaches at the LTV rallies and allow you yep. to tour their coaches. And so yeah, you can crazy. find all this on leisurevans.com, right? You can find yeah. all the show dates and rally dates. Yeah, leisure customers are incredible to open up their, you know, mm-hmm. their how, their homes to yeah. strangers. I mean, they're mm-hmm. so cool. They're just really good people. We 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 have such a great customer base. I mean, it is so unbelievable. We could write a book on it, but nobody would believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all the incredible customers that we have and all the things that they would never believe it. They go, no, that does, that's not real. You know? Yeah. I, I will say it's real. probably in the last month and a half, I've had four or five of the Dallas area um, owners stop by here at the office. Um, and I got to see a, a 20 as a 22 or 23 um, corner bed, which I'd never been in a corner bed model before. So I got to, I got to take a look at that. I got to see the new, the new colors and everything. So I thought that was, that was fantastic as well. So yeah, yeah, if you want to see one, definitely a rally or show. Um, so back to the wonder now that you're doing more, the wonder got the, the weight and everything. I know clearance is an issue with levelers, but people ask me all the time, are wonders going to ever have levelers? I know some people do it aftermarket. But yeah, we uh, we're hopefully getting close. I know we work. We've been working with Equalizer Systems for the last, you know, eighteen months on this. You know, we we needed to move some tanks for them on certain floor plans, which we did. Um, we told them that we needed seven inches of ground clearance. They were at five, and a lot of people were knocking their jacks off that had them. I mean, I don't know if they've come clean and said, "Yeah, I put jacks on it," but I keep knocking them off which I wish they would say that. Um, but we told them we needed seven inches because we couldn't get them off the hoist here at their factory when we were working you know, on them because we have a couple hoists. We couldn't get them off on the prototypes because they would get stuck on the on the hoist and, 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 and damage the jack, which would then technically damage the frame, right? So we were pretty, our, our engineering department was very, very clear on this. We needed seven inches of ground clearance. So apparently they've, they're working on that, and they're they're very close to getting that done. I mean, obviously, it's going to add some more weight to the motorhome, which you know negates your OCC or your cargo carrying mm-hmm. capacity. People have to understand that it's an eleven thousand pound chassis, so I think the jacks probably are two hundred pounds. So that's two hundred pounds of stuff you're not taking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they, give they and are take, nice. you know. 
They are nice, yeah. but um, but I do respect the fact that you know you're sure. not just kowtowing to you know demand and and putting nope. them in there. Like I, I guarantee, some RV brands are throwing stuff in there that literally should not be on there. Yeah, I'll so, guarantee you'll never. Our company would never do that. There's yeah, a, no, that there's that's, no gray yeah. area. There's black. There's white. That's it. You know, if it doesn't <laughs> yeah. fit the weight or if it doesn't work, it's not going in the unit. Well, I love it. I you know we're we're at two and a half years on my FX and it has just held up. I mean, absolutely fantastic. And so Great. the the quality that you guys do is is um, definitely something to consider if you're considering a class B plus, small class C. All right. So another question that I personally have had is because I'm a Unity guy. I, I love mm-hmm. the Unity. I think uh, our next leisure travel van will be a Unity. Um, but the engine is changing. That four cylinders yeah. coming to the Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Have you had any uh, experience with that? I know the 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 Mercedes engineers have kind of talked you guys through it, but have you had any uh, hands-on experience with it? We I have not personally, but we had some guys do a ride and drive down in South Carolina there um, on the new chassis, and uh, they loved it. They said it's got more horsepower, more foot pounds of torque. Um, and we didn't know about the fuel economy because they didn't get to drive it that much. Nine-speed transmission. Same GBWR, same towing capacity, so should be good. I mean, I think for, Mercedes had to do something. I mean, I'm sure that you people are aware that you know they got into it with the emissions, you know, people in the U.S. They had to pay a big fine. I mean, I, I don't think they could just keep ha- trying to hammer that six cylinder out there and go through all the regulations and all the testing and all the the EPA was putting them through. So I think they just had to go to that four cylinder engine. They didn't have a gas engine that would fit in the uh, in the chassis part. Uh, like uh, Ford did, you know, I think Ford had the same problem. Ford just said, hey, listen, we're not going to fight the EPA. We're getting rid of that diesel. We're going to go put in the EcoBoost engine in, you know, Mercedes finally, you know, bit the bullet and said, hey, we got to put a different engine in there. And they put the four cylinder in there, twin turbo. And I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, if it's going to give me better fuel economy and it's going to give me the same amount of, or more horsepower and more foot pounds of torque, you know, it should be good. It's a, it, it does just seem a little bit weird, right? Because we're saying four cylinder versus six cylinder, mm-hmm. but. You know, these new motors, these four-cylinder engines have more horsepower than my old uh, 89-350 Corvette does. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, and and, it, and it's getting two more speeds, right? Because mine's yep. a seven-speed, right? Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine-speed. Yeah. So I think it's going to be great. I mean, yeah, I so don't nine- think Mercedes-Benz is going to put something out in the market that's not going to be good, right? I mean, they are, you know, they'd be stupid to. Right. Well, I mean, they yeah. do have some history of uh, yeah. having building cars. So, uh, you know, surely they and know. They, what run, they run that four cylinder in Europe forever. Right. So that's the actually they don't sell the V6. People don't realize they don't sell the V6 anywhere yeah. other than North America. So well, Canada, I think the US are the only place to get the six cylinder automatic transmission. Nobody else gets it mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand when you go to Europe, you know, uh, we were just in the UK for or, for a couple of weeks um, and gas prices are high here. If you think they're high here, go over to the UK. It was 10 bucks a gallon. Um, and so, uh, but those cars forever, all of my rent cars get 70 miles a gallon. Yeah. Uh, and so, and that's just unheard of here. And so I would imagine sprinters over there have to be more fuel efficient or people just could not afford to drive them. Correct. Yeah. So and they also that- have licensing differences down, you know, in, 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 in Germany, like if you drive anything over, uh, you know, a certain weight limit, like 10,000 10, pounds, your license is five or $6,000 a wow. year. So that's why it has to be under that 9,900 pound GVWR. So yeah, Europe is 
quite a bit different than uh, we yeah. are in North America. So, well, hopefully that fuel savings will come over here. I am so sick and tired of paying five dollar diesel. It's it's unbelievable. So yeah, we're. I think diesel is the worst part of the fuel system, isn't it? Like the cheapest part to manufacture. We're getting it kind of bad, though, aren't we? I know it's it's unbelievable. Um, now then, carefree awnings gone forever. Gerard is the new the new awning. <laughs> well, <laughs> currently uh, supply chain issues. We uh, you know carefree kind of left us you know in some issues. We I, I think in back November just Jan. October, November, December, January, we're we're sitting here with 150, 200 units sitting here ready to ship with no awning. So, you know, purchasing had to, we had to get a second awning and, you know, found the Gerard awning. They, they seem to be able to supply us, but if everybody switches over to Gerard, you know, that could be a problem too, right? So, well, Gerard or who the, you know, the half million dollar uh, class A's use, you know, new yep. Mars, Stephens, yep. all of those guys, they use uh, Gerard. So I'm, I'm assuming it's a, it's a great quality product so we liked it we tested it we tested it i think it was two years ago we were testing it here and we tested it on prototypes and stuff so we liked it and uh so uh and you know just supply chain issues with uh, some of the other manufacturers you know kind of forced you to you know change the way you think you know you'd like to stay with one guy all the time right Mm -hmm. but uh the uh supply chain issues have changed the manufacturing world yeah I mean, I don't know if you want to get into, uh, I mean, the supply chains, is it getting better? I mean, I know, I think some were waiting on toilets. Some were waiting, obviously, on awnings. Yeah, toilets are a big problem. Macerator toilets are a big problem. Yep. The, uh, I finally, I remember, I more, finally, you know, we, we try not to bug the purchasing guys because they're under some severe pressure. But mm-hmm. I remember I finally went up there and said, seriously, boys, what's with this toilet thing? <laughs> like, yeah. give me something, right? And apparently yeah. the, the, the bowl, the China bowl, that comes comes from Romania and then from Romania to the U S and then where they assemble it, you know, put the electronics on and then they ship it to us to, you know, from Thetford. So yeah, China bull actually comes from Romania. So oh. talk about a global world, you know, that we live in for parts and things. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, Romanian throne. So <laughs> Romanian throne. I like that. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, right. no, it's still a problem. Supply chain still a problem. It's always something. I I had heard that something about uh, auto gen start mechanisms are short now, or we had some cooktops problems because of uh, the uh, Dometic had a cooktop uh, recall, so we didn't have any cooktops. Yeah, it's it's something different every day. Honestly, it's not one thing. It's just something different. Other than the toilet has been a a big problem, but we're slowly getting that resolved. So. Okay, so let's talk about appliance changes because I did notice the uh, the induction uh, cooktop, cooktop. Yep. in your in your video. I mean, is that Maybe a, a little consideration? World. Yeah, we're looking at that. We uh, we would uh, you know battery power. I mean, I know you put the lithionics battery on yours, which is you know a good battery, right? No argument there. And you need that type of battery power to run an induction cooktop. Our biggest fear is you know dry camping is pretty popular or because there's just not enough campsites. So, you know, if you're all electric and, you know, you're running induction or you're running electric fridge, and you know, air conditioners electric, you know, you're going to run out of power and then your motorhome isn't working. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of a gray area. But propane works, right? I mean, I could yeah. run that propane system for, what, 14 days before you have to fill the tank back up. And, I mean, I don't know how often you fill up your propane tank, right? Even, But it's not a lot. And, you, you know, you want the motorhome. Yeah. Right. It's fully functional. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like... 
no problems for our customers when they're RVing. So yeah, we are having to look at it. There is one that's out in the market that's one gas, one induction. We kind of love that one that hasn't got CSA approval yet or UL approval, but we it's a European model. We really like that system where we could have one of each, but we are playing with some different systems. Yeah. Okay, so let's move over. Truma air conditioning yep. system. Yeah. Uh, and so what prompted the change on that? Is it going to be less power? Uh, what, what's, what's, the, what's the reason for the change over to Medic? Yep. Tr- yep. So uh, Truma's got the air 15, uh, 13.5 uh, VTU air conditioner, no heat pump. So like I said, it's always give and take, right? Some, mm. You know, you're going to give, you're going to take. It's just the way the RV world is. Um, like it, it runs, uh, you can run it off of, uh, you know, a 15 amp plug-in, which we really like. So, you know, basically that soft start on it. Um, so run, ran pretty good. We were, at, we were running at Hershey. It was running a few degrees cooler than the 15,000 BTU air conditioner. Doors open, windows open, you know, just so we have the same, mm-hmm. you know, a um, little more money. It's, it's an expensive little toy, but uh, we like it a little quieter. Um, so we... We would like to have maybe gone in 23 with it throughout the entire product line, except uh, they couldn't supply. They didn't have enough. So, uh, Is this a new product for them? They've had it out for a while in Europe. In Europe, it's been Mm -hmm. out for a while. They just got CSA approval, UL approval for North America, I think, either early this year or late, late last year. And I I could be a little bit wrong on that, but they haven't had approval to ship it into – you know, with the C, with the uh, CSA approval, UL approval, so they finally got their approvals, and then uh, we uh, we've been testing it. We had we had it out last year on a unit. We liked it and uh, ran it the entire summer. I think the video we shot on the corner bed had it uh, mm-hmm. last year, t- 2022, and um, we liked it. Um, and uh, we were kind of hoping to maybe do it for 20 three model year, but they couldn't supply. They had some supply chain issues as well. So I think they gave us enough to do it on the MBLs. So we're going to, you know, we'll run that this year on all the MBLs. And then uh, hopefully, you know, next year we can make it a standard for everything across the board. Yeah. Well, I I absolutely love our Truma water heater in yep. the leisure. Um, and I didn't realize how much I love it until we got the Airstream. So, you know, we got an Airstream trailer this year as well. Okay. Um, and it is garbage, the, the hot water heater. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the Truma is so much better. And so if there's that good on their water heater, then I'm assuming that air conditioner is going to be fantastic as well. Yeah. So. And their furnace. We, we put the furnace in there too, that yeah. kind of furnace as well. Uh, quieter, more, you know. I, I actually didn't even know that that your Truma, just to give you an example, that Truma Aqua Plus hot water heater is 60,000 BTUs. Mm. I actually didn't even know that until the rep told me. Chimney. That's some serious BTUs. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, that is one thing. If if it's possible, I'm going to switch out the uh, hot water heater in the Airstream for the one yeah. that your travel van has. We also like Truma because they have service centers, you know, in big metropolitan centers, you know, Florida mm. and a few other places. So, mm-hmm. you know, customers can get service if there's ever a problem. We like that. So they're a really good company. We we enjoy working with them. We have a good working relationship with them. And, uh, you know, their stuff is expensive, but it uh, it's quite, quite, quite good. Yeah. Well, I mean, go back the you know, the new air conditioner is not going to have a heat bump, but I, you know, what I've found is because we do a ton of, um, 
Colorado camping. And even we were just there, you know, a few weeks ago, last week, okay. actually got down to, you know, forties at night. Um, and at that point, that's basically where you can use your heat pump. Right. But you don't really like, don't need it. So like, if it gets a little chilly, just click that, you know, the, uh, the furnace on. So yeah. I, I think not having a heat bump is actually going to be going to be fine because it's already limited. Right. So, yep. That's good to hear because that was our only concern is, ah, we're losing the heat pump. But if it's yeah. not an issue, then it's I think I've turned my heat pump on one time and it would just – I know we could have done without it. And so and it's loud too. The heat pump is a little bit loud when it's running. Yeah. So, and yeah. the, and the, the furnace, if the new Truma furnace is pin quiet, so you wouldn't even hear it running. So, yeah, yeah I think well. it would be good. I'm excited about it. I wish that they could have uh, been able to supply us, you know, yeah. this – current year but yeah well 24 hey, is just around the corner that's right <laughs> i don't so, know what year it is <laughs> yeah so um so you think that you're going to start production on the mbl um in january so yep. folks could could possibly get some in 23 yeah um, we're gonna i think we're gonna try and build one for every dealer and if they want to take it to a show great and if they don't want to if they want to give it to a retail customer that's fabulous too because the more you get out there the better it is so mm -hmm. yep that's kind of the the plan should be I, I know we were scheduled working on it yesterday uh scheduling them so yeah well i'll be honest with you i mean it's that's definitely something that i'm considering doing is uh you know put getting an mbl because yeah, i mean we're gonna have I, one of the we're, i know we're gonna have one of the tampa super show i don't know if, if you'll be there or not that one we're definitely gonna have one there we're trying to get one for the Pleasanton show in California, which is in late January. So that mm -hmm. one, we're hoping to get those two shows covered off. And when is sure. that Tampa super show? That would be around the 16th of January off the top of my head, somewhere mm -hmm. in there, that middle of the, of the January. Okay. Yep. Cause then, yeah. So that'd be a great one for everybody to, to flock to. If you definitely want to see a leisure travel van in person. Yeah, those are so. two big shows like Hershey. I think they draw 50,000 people, and I think Tampa's mm -hmm. in that range. You know, so wow. those are big shows. It was That's crazy busy at Hershey. I was, you know, wasn't sure, you know, because everybody's talking about doom and gloom in the economy, right? So you never know, but yeah. it was crazy busy. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see now with interest rates the way they are if, if somebody were to finance, you know, such an expensive, you know, purchase. Um, you know, how that will affect, but, you know, being a, you know, uh, I, I'm assuming you'd be called a niche maker. I mean, you're not making, we are 20,000 of these, you know, every month, like, you know, some of the big boys, but right. so I, I, I think you're always going to be fine. I think yeah, the, leisure, the, the leisure show, I think is the 18th to the 22nd, just to. Okay. Yeah. And always you can, jump you know on. what, Brandon, one thing that, I mean, nobody has all the money that you have, but, um, one thing I that a customer explained to me is there's two things in life, right? Mm -hmm. Time and money. Which one do you have the most of left? Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. So, is, yeah, and that is something that if um, I mean, don't wait. You know, right? If you don't, if I would not wait, and so glad that Jen and I have the opportunity to to enjoy our leisure travel van, um, and it's it's really been even more than what we thought it would be. Yeah, uh, so we, we absolutely love it. All right. Is there anything else that you want to uh, throw out about the new MBL or anything we can expect in the future? You want to, you want to drop any, uh, um, anything that 
people. I was getting in trouble if I drop. I think I dropped something on, on you last time and I got in trouble for it. Uh-oh. I, think I, I think about the rally. Oh, yeah, that's right. And everybody was jumping on me. So I have to be careful what I say. But <laughs> no, no, the. The uh, it's a tough one on that MBL, honestly, because I MB was kind of you know the flagship. I spent I remember when we set up the territory in, in 2010. I think I was in it for three months, so it was always my favorite just to be in it because I was just so used to it. You know, I traveled mm-hmm. all down Canada and the West Coast and Arizona, showing it to all these new dealers, and so it's and but when I sat in that in in, in Hershey, I was like, wow, it just it feels like a totally different motorhome, and that's mm-hmm. that's why I think we're going to keep both of them because it. You know, some people are going to love the MB, right? They're going to love the Leisure Lounge Plus chair. Yeah. They're going to like the bigger bathroom, the slightly bigger bed, you know. So there's going to be – I really, it's, it feels like two different motorhomes. It, it, yeah, I think when you see it, I think you'll be able to give a really good analogy on it or a good, you know, review on it because, you know, you have an FX, so which mm-hmm. is got the big bed and stuff. So I think you're going to like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, well, I can say when the bed's down in the FX and those windows are exposed, it does feel like it's a bigger unit. And yep. so I, I would imagine that it's going to be an extremely popular uh, floor plan. You know, and there's some exciting things with the new chassis, which we touched on with from Mercedes. So the, the, there's lots of things happening. And, of course, you know, as we get closer to electric, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't ask me about the electric chassis. But I, I think that's still a ways away because, you know, I think you have to have – would you not agree you need at least 500 miles range? Oh, yeah, I would not. I wouldn't even. I, I mean, if you're watching the people now that are trying to tow with the F-150 Lightning, and I mean, it's just not there. I mean, I I, I drive a, a Tesla, um, and it is, I mean, I don't I don't take it on long road trips, even though it's pretty easy to stop and, and charge up. But right. I don't. I take, I take a, a, you know, a fossil fuel um vehicle for road trips and sure. so um yeah I, I i yeah i don't even have any inclination that that's going to be a thing for a while okay so. yeah no i agree but that's always questions we get we get a lot of those emails you know when you're going to mm-hmm. be all electric i said well <laughs> you know especially here in canada like we can go 500 miles and not see anything <laughs> like, yeah there better be a charging station somewhere yeah no kidding <laughs> uh, yeah I, yeah that would be not a fun rv trip to me i, I like I like having a fueling opportunity every moment I can get. Yeah, yeah. and plus speed of fueling too, right? I mean, you can we can fill up and be gone in 10, 15, well, 10 minutes max, right? I mean, you're not yeah. sitting there for two and a half hours recharging. Yeah, and you <laughs> know what, what? Speaking of speed of fueling, I'm just going to throw this out there because sure. I discovered this about a year into leisure travel van ownership, which is I only fuel up at truck stops now because it takes literally five seconds those big nozzles that fill up the, the, the semis and don't be afraid. Yep. You can jump in there. I mean, you've got a large vehicle, yep. jump in there and fill up all at the truck stops. It literally takes, I mean, you, you do it and then you're done. That's um, a great point. So, yeah. yeah. So don't be afraid to jump into a, into a truck stop and use those uh, big and plus you can put the def in right there. Not to yep. deal with the boxes. And so that's a little, little pro tip right there. So that is a good pro tip. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. So anyway, well, uh, all right, Dean. I, I, that's all I've got. I mean, I think you answered yeah. all of my questions. Um, yeah, no, it's a yeah. Hopefully, you can get to see it. Uh, you know, get it out there. We're. I know that uh, that Vought was doing a show. I think is it this weekend or next weekend? I think they were. I think Texas it was, Yeah, it's either last or this or something. I don't. Yeah, know. we were hoping to get the unit. We were thinking about sending it from Hershey down to there, but the only problem is we design guys wanted it back because we had a few things we weren't working on on it. So. We wanted to redesign a few things and work on it. So 
anyway, we couldn't get it down there, but Florida Super Show for sure it'll be there. And we got I think from what I from what I heard, we're gonna have at least ten units at the show, so that'll be pretty exciting for people yeah. to see. You know, because honestly, it's been like two years since we've really been at some big shows, so it'll be nice to see customers again and mm-hmm. you know get some feedback. We had a rally this year, which was great. It was good to do a rally again. That was so much fun. You I know. know I really am sad. I I, I missed that. And uh, yeah, I, I know was, you were tied I, up, but yeah, there was our annual um, like a uh, little family reunion thing. So nope, I couldn't I couldn't skip that. So beautiful. But, yeah. So, uh, but I'm assuming there'll be another one next year. There so. will be another one next year, and we may even do an. I'll give you a little tip. We may even do an offsite one again. Oh, I'm going to be in trouble for that one. Oh, <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're you're the enjoy seeing our customers. You know, we love our leisure customers. I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's where you learn so much, right? We learn it from you. We learn it from all of our customers. You know, mm-hmm. yanking on us, saying, "Hey, you got to look at this. Hey, you got to try this. This is a good idea, right?" That's mm-hmm. where you learn it from. You learn it from the people that use your product. Absolutely, and and plus, and and. Join even if it's not the the you know your sponsored rally. Join a travel club. You oh, know, yeah. We uh, oddly enough, I've never been to our Texas Oklahoma travel club. Um, I go to the Florida travel club. And we're going. Okay. And we're going against the Flamingos rally in in Key West, and so nice. and my heart goes out to any all of those yes. those Floridians. I'm hoping every everybody uh, came out okay with that. But but so. yeah, we're going to the Key West um, rally that's going to be in the first week of November. Yeah. Um, and so jump on leisurevans.com and click on that rally. You can join a. I think I even did a blog post on Leisure Vans website about it. I, it was really, really enjoyable, and especially getting to people who have owned leisure vans for, you know, I mean, you, you saw some 14-year models and um, some people who have been doing it for, you know, almost a decade now in leisure vans. You learn lots. And you learn so much and just meet people that's, you know, like-minded. So it's great. But I hopefully I can come to, to the, the your sponsored one next yes. year. Yes. We have to have yeah. you up here. Yeah, and you do a great job with all your blogs and all your videos. You do a great job. You really help inform people. And I like it how you're always neutral about it, right? You know, you're always, you know, I hate when people have some bias, right? And they're trying to promote something, right? That's mm-hmm. that's different than, you know, yep, this is good. This isn't good. I, I, I think that people have to understand there's good and there's bad or there's, you know, give and take, right? That's basically mm-hmm. what it is, right? So, Yeah, well, and I definitely have a new, you know, owning the Airstream as well. Yeah, I do have a whole nother uh, thought process. And, and again, every time we are in the Airstream, Jen and I say, man, Leisure just does things so much better. Uh, you know, an Airstream is obviously an iconic 90-year-old brand. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the funny thing is they're 90 years old uh, and you have to buy a little piece so you don't lock yourself out that you have to install on the door. I don't know if you've ever heard of that about airstreams. I heard about that. I didn't understand it at all, but uh... yeah, that, yeah, and that's such an easy fix, and they, they never have fixed it. But yeah, if you slam the door, the lock can can jar and lock Goes you out. Across. And so you buy this little piece that you 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 know you you put some tape on, and so it stops it from doing that. Oh, so nice, but yeah, so owning the airstream alongside the leisure travel van, I had a whole brand new appreciation for you guys. And so, but fortunately, you know, Vought, you mentioned Vought, you know, I bought my leisure from Vought. They yeah. also own the Airstream DFW, yeah. um, which if you're looking for a dealer, they're, they're a great dealer as well. Yeah. And they, they do a good job on both. So um, anyway, well, that's all I got, Dean. Bro, that's great. You're yeah. looking good. 
Well, thanks. Good. You are too. I'm, I'm assuming you're glad to be getting out and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the shows and back on the road. Yeah. It is yeah. fun. You know, well, I miss the customers. You know, you miss that, miss the dealers, miss the customers. Yeah. Well, I saw a thousand pictures of people posing with you on Facebook. Yeah. So, it was, was crazy. crazy. Honestly, at the Hershey show, I thought I was like a celebrity. People wanted their pictures with me. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. It was yeah. funny. You just can do that for you, you know, um, you know, make you a star. So you're the star of Leisure Travel Man. Yeah, Love I it. guess so. It's well, you do it. You do. You guys do a fantastic job. But yeah, thank um, you. But anyway, tell Stephen everybody. Thanks for setting this up. Oh, yeah, it's a good team here. We have a uh, you know great employees and just everybody really cares about the customer. Right. That's our first goal is to mm-hmm. care about your customer. That's yeah. That's so cool. Well, you guys definitely do that, um, and uh, but I appreciate you get, getting on here, and people want to hear about Leisure Travel Vans, so I do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, the next uh, big thing that comes up, I'll, I'll email you again and, and see if we can do it again. Let's do it again. I like it. It's fun. Take care. All right, Dean. Thanks a million. Thank you.